What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bro Talking, the weekly show where two bros get together and we talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. My name's Ethan. Joining me this week, as always, is Nick. Hey, here I am. Hey, what's going on? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm good, man. Your lighting, you look super dark because your room is super bright, so I can barely see your face. And I'm wearing a white hoodie, so <laughs> everything is just white. So I'm just super tan right now. That's what yeah. You, you, <laughs> I can barely. <laughs> yeah, you, there's so much shadows on your face. I can barely see you, mm-hmm. dude. It's a. Uh, it's it's uh It's been a week since we recorded, or been two weeks since we recorded. How you yeah. been, man? How's life? I'm all right. Um, feeling pretty relaxed, honestly. The last two weeks have been super nice. There's been a lot of stuff that's happened. We might have to talk a little bit about what's been going everything. on. Everything. Yeah. Oh, uh, number one on my list has been uh, The Boys. The Boys season two dropped on Amazon Prime. And yep. let me mm-hmm. tell you, it's awesome. Oh, it's yeah, so it's good. real good. It's real good. Um, So I think we were going to do a spoiler cast for season one. I feel like at the end of season two, we'll do a spoiler cast for the whole show. The, the, the yeah, whole series. I'm down. I'm down for that. We'll, we'll plan to do that. Accor- we'll plan accordingly for that. And we'll actually, you know, do it. Um. But no, just just to give a little bit of a, a rundown on it, it's I think it's slower paced in season one so far. Not too much has really happened um, in like action wise. Like by it's this setting, time, season, it, it's yeah, setting yeah, yeah. something up, though. Something oh, yeah, big is yeah. about to happen. I think within the next couple of episodes, we'll probably see some some huge like set pieces and, and whatnot. Um, yeah. But by this time in season one, we had had some major things go down and the fact that we haven't really had that yet um just it's slower also, pace, but but i feel yeah, like yeah, I, you're I right, think, it's building yeah i think season one did its job to kind of introduce everything and show what the show is going to be about this one for season two obviously we're four episodes in uh episode five comes out on friday and i think since they already have the feeling of the show and the tone of the show established they can now set something up like that's going to be really big. And I don't, obviously I don't want to get into detail or anything because we haven't talked about it yet. We haven't said the spoiler alert warning. So I'm yeah, not, I'm not um, going to get into any details. Just know that something big's happening in the boys. And if you're a fan of, <laughs> if I, how would you describe this show? Like if you like say someone wants to watch it, but say, what's it like? What show is it like? Or so I think describe we, it I th- for me. I think we went over this when you were here, when we did 20 questions. Um, but again, if, if you haven't listened to that episode, I'll, I'll describe it. I, it's, it's a show where you don't root for the superheroes, mm-hmm. um, is a, is a way I describe it. So it's, it's a superhero show where you don't like the superheroes or you don't, you don't like most of the, of the, of the people who are supposed to be the quote unquote good guys. Um, it's a, it's a corporate superhero show is a, is a way to put it. Um, and, uh, I, I, it's a, it's definitely a different take on the superhero genre because the superhero genre has been flooded for the, <laughs> the past 10 years with, with Marvel and, and DC. And now the boys, I think is definitely a different spin on what we've seen be done in movies for the past 10 years. And it's a TV show, right. which is, which is different because I'm not huge into like uh, arrow or flash, which are, Probably the two biggest superhero TV shows. And, I know Daredevil but, was pretty big. Daredevil was good. Yeah, Daredevil was very good. Um, but it's again, it's super different because you're not rooting for the for the superheroes. You're rooting. Act, you're actively rooting against them. Mm-hmm. Most of them, at least. Um, as far as like similarities go, it's hard to pick a show that like it's it reminds me of. I I yeah. I honestly can't like the like the tone of it and just it's hard to it's hard. Yeah, no, that's that. It's it's definitely like its own thing. Like, mm-hmm. and if, if anyone out there has some similarities and has like, hey, this is just like this show, I would like to check that show out because I'm sure I'd like it too. So, yeah, hit us up. It, it came out at a fantastic time last year because it was it was like what two months after Endgame came out. Yeah, it was. I think it came out in like July. Yeah. So, and Endgame came out in May. Yeah, I didn't. So, I didn't watch the boys until like September though. Like, right around the yeah, time I, I, when I watched. It. I think I watched it like a week after it came out. So. But it came out of like right at the peak of superhero, um, like a drought I mean, kind of because we weren't yeah. we weren't really getting anything. No, we still aren't really getting anything. Drought. It was. More I get, like, yeah. I guess peak superhero popularity with Endgame. Yeah. yeah. And then Spider Man was shortly after the Endgame. So. Mm-hmm. 
But now we yeah, are in a superhero drought. Kind of <laughs> now we're in a superhero drought. Yeah. We, we're in a we're in a we're in a we're in a big drought of everything, man. And like, um, another thing I want to talk about is the Mandalorian season two trailer came out. Which I mean, we could also possibly do a spoiler cast for the Mandalorian if you guys are interested. If you are, let us know. Um, season two, and and that's another thing that I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, a new show, like something like something to look forward to in 2020. Is and it's like just a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about that trailer real quick, but I mean, did you only watch it that one time. I only I watched it the one time uh, when I was with you yesterday, and it got me hyped. That's all. That's all I needed. Um, I didn't necessarily need too much like what's going to happen in this season because I'm already dedicated to it. Like mm-hmm. I loved the first season so much. It's probably one of my favorite pieces of Star Wars, like out there in the world. So I think. All I needed to see was that it's actually happening for me to get excited for. Yeah, that's really I, that's really all I needed. So I'm I'm I really really enjoyed the Mandalorian. I really enjoyed what was it, eight episodes. I really enjoyed four of the half of the, half of the season. The other half of the season, like I didn't really click with. Like there's a couple episodes that were just kind of boring and didn't really move the plot forward too much. Um, a lot of walking, a lot of walking from this set piece to this set piece. Like I, I, I really enjoyed the character moments we got with Mando and, and obviously baby Yoda and some of the other characters. Like I really like Carl Weathers character, but um, yeah, this season looks like I watched the trailer maybe three more times after I watched it with you. And it definitely looks like they're going out of the, um, the one setting, the, the, I don't know what planet Mando was on. Was it Tatooine that he was on? with uh yeah. at the beginning so they're they're definitely stepping out of of the no i, I don't think that was tattooing i forget what planet it they're might, on but it, it they're, might they're, have been. no because they, they go, go to he, tattooing. he goes to tattooing that's where he finds yeah. the han solo knockoff um yeah. and that's where boba fett's gonna come back yeah and uh so they're definitely stepping out of their their comfort zone with with the planets that they're going to you see like an ice planet you see like a shipyard planet it, and uh it looks really cool really interesting and of course, Baby Yoda is going to be adorable, and he's going to sell millions and millions of products again this year. Actually, yep. more than probably more than he did last year because they didn't release any products for him until like March of this year because they wanted yeah, after, to keep it after Christmas. Yeah, they'll get so they'll get the holiday boom this year. Oh yeah, Baby Yoda is going to be a huge holiday thing this year. I can mm-hmm. especially with the the show coming out October thirtieth, a month and a half before Christmas or two months before Christmas. It's yep. it's going to be fucking huge. The last episode probably comes out in December, so. And last year they just released one episode per week, right? It was, yeah, it was one episode per week, and I'm uh, gar- I guarantee you that they're doing the same exact thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're gonna drag it, it out. Which... It works, and I, I I know a lot of people have been people have been spoiled, man. People have been spoiled by binge watching by by series seasons being dropped a whole season at a time. And I mm. I one I for one welcome the fact that we are getting shows drip fed to us again because yep, it is I like. like it. A, like it gives me something to look forward to and I won't fall behind too much. Like if I don't watch the entire season in two days, I'm going to be miss out on being part of the conversation, which is something I hate doing, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm all for watching it week to week and being hyped for the next episode to come out next week and cliffhangers. And I love all that shit. Give me that shit, Mm -hmm. man. No, it it definitely adds some excitement to it because obviously cliffhangers in the end, they suck. Like, Waiting, waiting, uh, eight, nine months for one episode kind of stinks. But at the same time, like when you're only waiting a week, it's it's fun. I I, it, I enjoy it. That's it's what crazy I like about it, the boys. If you do a cliffhanger correctly, it, it really really works. But if you do one really really wrong, like The Walking Dead did with season six and season seven, uh, that that's where I have a problem with cliffhangers. But like week to week cliffhangers are fine as long as they get resolved quickly the next week or in that next week's episode. You know. Hmm. But if you end the season on a, cl- on a major fucking cliffhanger like the Walking Dead season six did, fuck you. I don't want to watch you anymore. Is that the one with Negan with the yeah, bat? That was ne- yeah. that was Negan's first appearance, which was the episode's probably the best episode of the Walking Dead up until the cliffhanger and probably ruined that episode. I mean, it had us all talking. It did its job. Yeah, but it, I had a lot of people pissed off talking like how the fuck did they yeah, do that? You know, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm I'm excited for the boys uh, season two to to wrap up. Uh, although we're only like halfway through it right now, so that's cool. Yeah, and then we're exactly basically basically right after the boys ends, Mandalorian's like two weeks later. So give me all that. Give yep. me all that. A lot of slop coming our way. A lot of like, lot yeah. of lot of cool TV shows. A lot of exciting stuff to get excited for 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 video games too, which I know a lot of people on who listen to this aren't really ingrained in the video game culture. But uh, if you're if you are 
man, look look forward to this <laughs> the next couple months because it's gonna be fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have you been up to, dude? I've been chilling, man. I've been I've been hanging out. Um, yeah, it's been it's been like you said, it's been relaxing. I think it's been the exact opposite for me. Uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, I've been running around like crazy, having hosting some people or hosting uh, our our good friend Mikey or our cousin Mikey. Came up for the week. He's, he's moving up. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, Mikey. Producer, future, future full time producer of Bros Talking. When we get when we get big enough, um, mm-hmm. is uh, he came up. He's moving up towards me, so he came up to check the area out. So he stayed with me for about a week. Uh, and hosting's tough, man. You know, you got you <laughs> got to bring stuff to do every single fucking day, and <laughs> that that's just not an my itinerary. That's not my lifestyle, man. I I I play it very uh very cool like i go with the flow but man when he was here he was like all right what are we doing what are we doing it how, how, how are we leaving now how are we doing this are we doing it? i was like fuck dude like you go on breakneck <laughs> speed for me and i don't think i can do that <laughs> I'm, I'm a very relaxed person uh, but as uh, am i so yeah I, I mean yeah we're very similar in the very like yeah well i guess we'll do this today you know what i mean yeah but but dude, he i don't know what we're doing in it in a day until i wake no, up i know he like, wanted yeah, to know but... what we were doing the night before and what time we were getting up and what time we would leave and what time we'd get back and i was like dude i don't know dude that's like that's crazy <laughs> shout out mike for uh trying to change your lifestyle yeah seriously um but i'm excited he's, he's moving up towards me we're gonna be able to hang out a lot more as mm-hmm. we've uh grown closer over the last quarantine basically made it made us all grow closer as, as, a, as a family so shout out to that yep um, other than that, just chilling, man, hanging out. It's the weather's been fucking perfect. Sixties, sixty, low sixties, high sixties, shorts and a long sleeve shirt, which is what I'm rocking today. It's great. I'm rocking it's a great. hoodie and shorts right now. It's great. It's, it's my favorite weather. Yep. Early fall and spring are my two favorite seasons. I think all of fall and late spring are my favorite. No, so all of fall, it, it, we get into that like that really cold weather, like late november early november that's like i'm not a i'm not i'm not that's that's when we'll get the snowstorms and i'm like bro it's too early for you all all of fall is good and late spring because early spring is shitty because everything's just muddy and disgusting and there's still that chance of snow that's my favorite i love when it's muddy because like it smells fantastic because you can smell you can smell the summer right around the corner and I don't, I'm not, a, like, I like summer, but I'm not a huge summer fan because I hate being hot because I'm a, I, my body temperature runs hot in general. So I love like the spring and fall weather. So like when it's coming up to summer and it's springtime and it's muddy and like it rains a lot and it's like, dude, give me all that. No, nah, like, I'm more, I'm more of a late spring where everything's somewhat ready to go for summer. Like that's my favorite where it's still in the sixties. But everything's nice and it's not muddy and it's not constantly raining. And I don't know what the smell you're talking about. I honestly don't think summer <laughs> has a smell <laughs> that I know of. Fall has a smell. So I think spring, I think spring and fall both have very distinct smells. I don't I don't know spring smell or summer smell. Because you said the summer smell right around the corner. Summer smells like hot, you know? <laughs> I smell heat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, it's been great because I haven't had to run my AC, so my electric bill should be fucking down mm-hmm. <laughs> this <laughs> month for the first time in like four months. Yep, I've had my windows wide open for yeah uh, for the past few weeks. I, I I'm like also, I said, I, I'm also cooler because I'm right on the ocean. Yeah, you're right by the water. I I run like I said, I run really hot in in general. So like, I need my apartment to be like 65 degrees, and then that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Like even in the winter, I want it to be that cold because I like wearing a sweatshirt inside. Yeah. Oh, I do. Look, I'm wearing a hoodie right now. I'm sitting yep. inside. Like it's my it's my favorite attire. Like, and I'll just throw my hood on. Like wearing a hood itself is probably what I'm most comfortable. Yeah. I love throwing my hood on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else you've been up to, or you want to? Uh, watching hockey for all my hockey fans. Oh, out there, shout the out to hockey. Shout out to Laura. I, shout out to Laura. Uh, the Islanders uh, just won Game Five against the Tampa Bay Lightning last week. So I think the last, last week we recorded. <laughs> Last night, I don't know. Last <laughs> last we recorded, I think the Islanders were still in the semifinals against the Flyers. They won that series, and now they're down three games to two against the Tampa Bay Lightning, who are basically the powerhouse of the NHL. Mm. So the Islanders are in the conference finals for the first time since 1993. It's been such a fun series to watch. Last night, I got uh, out of my own playoff game, my baseball game, which we won, by the way. And 
got home yeah. at around 11 15 11 30 and it was in double overtime and i got to watch the end it was just the perfect game the perfect ending to a perfect night so it was i'm wow. super pumped that the Islanders even made it this far the fact that it's game six i don't i don't know i have some faith but at the same time it's the lightning so they're going to come out swinging so it's going to be tough but it's been a lot of fun watching that so if i have any uh hockey fans out there just uh think good thoughts for my islanders on thursday night which is what this will be what are the hockey fans that listen to this podcast are lightning fans? I mean, good luck in the finals, probably. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be playing the Stars, who uh, I have friends that work for the Dallas Stars, so I'll be pulling for them if it's against the Lightning. So, yeah. Cool. But if it's against the Islanders, we're going to have some choice words for my, my friends and I. Also, another thing that we need to talk about for our sports fans all out there. Oh, you sports fans out there. Um, football's back. That's cool. Football is back. Didn't think it would happen, honestly. Fantasy football's back. Yep. So I, I, uh, every Sunday morning, I'm ingrained to check my Yahoo scores and then, uh, it, set lineups and stuff. It's crazy because, like, we're, we're in, a, we're on the same baseball team and we play on Sundays usually. And, like, the last, like, last week and this week upcoming, I'm like, I don't really want to go. I'd rather watch football. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. really want to go play baseball. Mm-hmm. I'd rather, I'd rather watch football right now. Um, Luckily, our game this Sunday, I think, is morning, so we should we'll be, be able done to, in time to watch the afternoon and night. Yeah, games. the afternoon games. That'd, that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful. I, I'm hopeful for my fantasy football teams this year. Did pretty well last year. Hoping to do a little bit better, though. This is the first time in years that I only have one fantasy football team. Usually, I do a minimum of three with a maximum of six or seven. Yeah, last year you had like but, six. Yeah, it's just so stressful and trying to figure out. And I hate when like I have a player on my team, but I'm playing against him in a different league, so I can't mm-hmm. root for him. I'm, like, so I'm actually really excited about just one team this year. Just yeah, I, I, had, I had four that. teams last year, and I only have two this year, and that's still like, oh fuck, I'm, I have Kelsey on this team. I'm playing Kelsey this week. Like, it sucks. Yeah, but um, yeah, is what it is. If you guys play fantasy football, let us know what your teams look like. Let us know how you're feeling about this season. Also, shoot no. us any cool team names. We yeah. enjoy we enjoy funny and punny foot, uh, fantasy team names. Yep, that's true. But just a little bit of housekeeping for everybody. You can usually catch the show every single Thursday afternoon at noon Eastern. If you want to send us topics to talk about, hit us over. Hit head over to brostalkingpod.com where you can shoot us feedback of any kind, questions, comments, concerns, all that good stuff. Also, follow us on Twitter for updates if we're not posting this or recording a week because that's where we will post all of our updates on whether or not we are recording. Follow us on Twitter at bros underscore talking. Nicholas. Correct. Yes. I believe you have the big topic of the week. I do. I do. So it actually kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier with the boys in the Mandalorian dropping uh, one episode a week and how people got used to binge watching shows. Um, so I personally would like to debate which of the probably two of the greatest binge watching shows on Netflix or formerly on Netflix, no longer on Netflix for one of them, I think. I think both of them. I don't, think, I don't think either of them are on anymore. Okay, so yeah, so it, formally known as Netflix's greatest binge-watching shows. I would like to debate the time, the, uh, how do I say this? The, the classic debate, I don't know, the two, two powerhouse shows of The Office and Parks and Recreation. <laughs> we got there. We got yeah, there. There we go. There we go. Uh, so we want to debate. We have a couple categories. Uh, we have to choose one for the categories. So the five categories that I picked are which show has the best peak, the best theme song, the better characters, the better ending, and our favorite overall. So we're going to debate Parks and Rec versus The Office. You know, Nick, we agree a lot on this show. We do. We have a, we have a lot of similar opinions. Some, some of them aren't similar. You know, like, I agree that spring is the best season, and you don't. So I'm fall. Um, look at that. We're different people. <laughs> I don't know how much of a debate this is going to be, in all honesty. We'll see. Uh, I, would like to say, right I would like also to put out a spoiler alert just in case. Spoiler alert, but if you haven't seen Parks and Rec in the office, what the fuck are you doing? Like, have you I even actually, quarantined? I know many people that have never seen Parks and Rec. Mol- multiple people have come up to me and said, hey, should I start Parks and Rec? And I said, yes, yes, you should. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's dive um, into this. Let's start yep. off with. Uh, let's just uh, you start us off. You, you, okay. you, you take the reins on this. 
All right, so we're going to do which show had the better peak first. Okay. And it's obviously, it's tough because both shows are fantastic. And that's another thing I want to preface this with. I love both shows. Yeah, me too. I'm a huge both fan of both of these shows. Two, two of my favorite TV shows of all time, for sure, easily. So um, just want to put that out there. No, no slander against either one if I pick the other one. Um, but for peak, I'm going to go office. Uh, uh, Just I want to I want to ask you a question though. What do you think the peak seasons are for Office and Parks and Rec? Because I've written down both. Okay, so peak seasons for Office is three to five. That's and exactly what I wrote. Seven and seven. Mm-hmm. That season seven is awesome too. And for uh, Parks and Rec, peak is um, I would say probably three to six. That's Parks exactly what I wrote. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, I wrote that was yeah. off the top of my head. I wrote. Uh, Parks and Rec peak seasons are three, three through six. That's basically when everything, like when uh, Chris Traeger and uh, Ben become series regulars. They show up at the end of season two. Yeah, yeah, but they become a series regulars in three. Um, they're added to the the opening credits in in three. Um, and I'd say the office peak seasons are three and th- three through five. Uh, mm-hmm. Season two is really solid too, but um, it is. But I, I'd say it really hits its stride in three, which is actually when uh, Jim leaves. To go to Connecticut. Leave. He, well, he, goes, they he have, leaves, leaves the office and goes to Connecticut. Yeah, then like, then like five episodes later, they have the merger. Yeah, they come back. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I pick The Office for Peak just because the amount of episodes that are just home runs in that area of three to five. And then season seven is fantastic, minus the part of Michael leaving. That's the only part of season seven I don't enjoy because then they have the D'Angelo and then uh, he mysteriously dies at the end. Like, it's, it's just dumb. So it kind of ruins it a little bit. But uh, I would pick The Office as the peak just because I think it has better episodes overall. I'm going to agree with you there. Uh, I, also, The Office consists like, uh, the quantity of episodes also. Mm-hmm. Yes. Out, out, uh, outdoes Parks and Rec. It has way more episodes per season than Parks and Rec does, I believe. Um I might be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure The Office has like 22 episodes, right? And Parks and Rec only had like 13 or 14, maybe? You might want to fact check that. I'm going to fact check that real quick. But I'm going to agree that that the the peak of for The Office is, is greater. Um, seasons 3 through 5, I think that's when uh, Pam and Jim's relationship really hits its stride. That's when they, mm-hmm. they get involved. And then I think in season 5 is when they get married. Yep, season 5, episode 5 or 6, I think they get married, which is weird because yeah. it's you would expect that their wedding would be either a season finale or a season opener, and it was it's just not. in the middle of the season. Yeah, <laughs> which is a um, little weird, but but that that stretch of episodes is so good. It's so good, mm-hmm. and it's like they have the the company picnic. That's also, uh, I think, that's uh, the, the end Michael of Scott season. Paper. Uh, no, that's Michael, the end of season four. The Michael Scott Paper Company is in season six, correct? I want to say yes. But I don't really know. Um, it's that's when Michael leaves the company and then eventually gets hired back. But yeah, I know. And Charles Minor, Idris Elba. Shout out to Idris Elba. I hated Charles Minor, but shout out to Idris. Well, you you were supposed to, and which makes him a a good actor. (laughs) But yeah, I would say um, Office does. It just has better quality, I think, as far as like longevity goes for that area. Yeah, the Office is the Office spins on that on that battle. So typically, oh no, I was wrong. Typically, they both have the same amount of episodes. That's uh, what I thought. Twenty-two episodes per season, except for seasons yeah. uh, season seven in Parks and Rec. Yes, we'll get to that. Yeah, e- e- each season usually has about twenty-two episodes, which I I, I definitely misspoke with them because I could have sworn that Parks and Rec had a shorter season run. No, I, I yeah, I'm, I was gonna say I think okay, yeah, obviously I'm still I'm still gonna say that uh, Office has a better better peak. Then, yeah. yeah, then Parks Rec. Uh, the next one should be a pretty quick conversation. Who has the better theme song? Oh, yeah. Do we, uh, we don't really even need to talk about that. Yeah. Because it's The Office. Correct. Parks and Rec has a fantastic theme song. It's, it's very... Uh, neither one have lyrics, which is perfect. I'd, mm-hmm. I, it would be so weird with lyrics, I think. Like, like imagine now, the Big Bang Theory's theme song for The Office. Now, what do you think has the better... They're very similar because they're pretty much created by the same team, um, yeah. both shows. But uh, what do you think has the better theme video? Do you think the scenes of Scranton mixed in with some of the scenes from The Office? Or do you think it's like the, the pictures of everybody moving around in Parks and Rec? 
I actually like uh, Parks and Rec's video better. So I like the Office theme song, but I like Parks and Rec's opening video better. I think they're both very, very okay. <laughs> you know, um, they're 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 nothing special. Uh, but if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick The Office, honestly, um, for all, all all around uh, theme. But That's fair. So two two out of th- two out of four or two out of five right now for well two out of two so far for the office. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> two out of two so far for the office. All right. Uh, the next one is characters. So we're not we're at the end of this. We'll be ranking our fi- our top five favorite characters from each show. But for this specific debate right here, um, we're gonna say which show had the better characters overall, like with character development and everything. I'll let you start this one off. Oh boy, this is tough. This is honestly very, very. This is probably gonna be the toughest discussion that we have on which uh, which characters are better. It's it's weird because the office characters are so iconic. You know, you got you got Jim, you got Michael, you got Pam, you got Dwight, um, Andy to a certain extent. But then on the flip side, you got uh, for the office, you got Ron, you got Leslie, you got Anne, you got um, Ben, Chris. Uh, Andy, April, like every 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 character in both shows is you is is really fucking good. Um, but for character development, I'm gonna have to side with Parks and Rec um, to a certain extent because later seasons of The Office kind of ruin some of their characters, um, especially like Andy, uh, Andy in in The Office, Jim in The Office, which is heartbreaking because Jim is an iconic television show character and the later seasons of the office kind of fucking ruin him he just yeah, becomes he comes, annoying he, he comes off as a douche he's yeah he's just a douche and he's annoying and he's all about himself which is not what jim was and it's so strange um and then for parks and rec uh you have characters like april who weren't really that great in the early seasons and she becomes the best one of the best characters in the show by the end of by the end of uh, season seven and look at that look at kylo <laughs> Um, but I think I think in terms of development, I'm gonna give it to Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so I'd have to agree with you on that, just because you basically took the words right out of my mouth with saying how The Office has more iconic characters that are more, I guess, recognizable. But at the same time, the later seasons do ruin it. So you you exactly you said exactly what I was gonna say. There are some characters in The Office that get better with time. Um, I, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll give them that, like Aaron. Aaron becomes awesome. Uh, she's not that great when she gets introduced, but she becomes really cool. Um, but again, like season season eight of The Office is not good, um, and everyone kind of sucks. Pam kind of sucks, which is uh, which which is awful. The yeah, only Pam, character, Pam the only sucks two, the only two characters really, the only two characters that uh that stay consistently good, I think, throughout the entire show of The Office, the entire run of The Office, are Dwight and Creed. I think are the only two characters that stay consistently top notch. And stay. I got one more. I got one more for you, Kevin. Okay, so we got we got four characters: Creed, Dwight, Stanley, and Kevin. Stay contis- consistently good throughout the entire show. But, but with Parks and Rec. So you got. So if you were to compare like the main characters, so you have three main characters from each show. We got Pam, Jim, and Michael in the office, and you got Ron, Leslie, and who would be the third main character? I'd say. In- Ben, Ben maybe, or or maybe Anne. And the show okay. starts with Anne and, and Leslie, so I'd say Anne, Leslie, and Ron are the three that's main true. characters. I guess. So if if that's the case, I gotta side with Parks and Rec for sure on the main yeah. characters. The secondary characters, both shows do secondary characters very very well, but I think the development that Parks and Rec does on the secondary characters is better because they have less characters to develop. Yeah, so it, it, works, it works out more. It, less characters to develop, and you got they got better with time. Like I like I said, April wasn't that great um, when she first started. She was okay, but she wasn't anything special. Yeah, she, and she was, she was awesome. just the intern. She, she wasn't going to have a big story. In season one, is, is, is not good. Like I don't like Leslie, Leslie in season, season one. one. Leslie season one is a rip off Michael Scott. Yeah, and and she becomes her own character in seasons two through seven. And she becomes yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, and and Ron just stays consistently good throughout the entire show. So does Andy. Andy stays awesome right. throughout the entire uh, show. Andy's actually a douchebag in season one. 
when he has the broken. Yeah, legs. but he's like a lovable. But he's a lovable douchebag. Yeah, he's a yeah. goofball. Like you know what I mean. The only character that I hated in Parks and Rec and I never liked was Mark Brandanowitz, and they got rid of him. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, was they got rid of the show him because he sucked. Yep. Uh, Tom got a lot better. And too. I, I know. I know. I'm going. Tom got a lot better. Yeah. Tom was sucked. Um. I know. I'm gonna. I know. I pissed off Dustin with that statement. All right. I know. I pissed off friend of the show Dustin with the statement that Mark Brandanowitz sucks because he likes Mark Dan- Brandanowitz. Really? What's there to like about Mark Brandanowitz though? That's what I'm saying, dude. He sucked. Interesting. All right. So I obviously picked par- uh, Parks and Recs for characters. So characters takes get, that one. Characters goes to Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the next one will be pretty universal for us also. Uh, the ending of the show. This is where the spoiler alert comes oh, in play. Spoiler sure. alert. Let's talk about season seven B through nine of The Office. Oh I'd man, not. Oh man, it's so bad. It's it it, it, it has its oh. bright spots for sure. There are some funny episodes. If it's on Comedy Central, runs episodes of The Office all the time, and I happen to be watching it like the night before, and I turn it on midday, and it's The Office. I'll watch a couple episodes, and for some reason, most of the time, it's always within episodes uh, seasons eight or nine, and I don't know why. Probably because that's what they have the rights to, because the rights to the earlier seasons are probably just like Peacock when- and whatever. When Steve Carell left and they had they decided to go forward with the show, that's where they all went fucking wrong. That show lived and died with Steve Carell and Michael Scott. That show was centered around, basically centered around Michael Scott. And when he left the show, it was like, what am I even watching? Like, you're watching a skeleton of its former self. And um, right. they, they brought in some good characters. Like, Robert California was a solid character. I think uh, we're in the minority for liking Robert California. I think we are, too. Honestly, because I love James Spader in the office. He's so good. Uh, but I really enjoy Robert California and, and he was one of the only bright spots in, in season eight. Um, mm-hmm. And then they just butchered Andy's character in, in season eight and nine. He becomes this awful character who, who is the branch so manager of, of Scranton. And he is just annoying and like i don't even know dude he's like he's obsessed with his relationship with aaron and then he's not all of a sudden and out of nowhere he he doesn't care and then when she leaves him he does care again it's he's really not a great character and then like we were talking about before jim who is all about pam from seasons one through seven just all of a sudden decides that he hey he doesn't want to live here anymore and he's gonna go start his own company in philadelphia and not spend as much time with pam as he does not spend as much time with his daughter as he does and it's just, it's so strange, dude. That show just went off the fucking rails. But like, I'd say the only redeeming quality of the, the, the last couple seasons of The Office is the last episode is, is solid. Correct. The last episode I is do, solid, I, but that's it. Like, I enjoy the last episode. Um, also, you didn't mention how Pam guys it gets terrible too, where she starts getting really um insecure. Yeah. And she's like she wants to just control Jim's life. So they both suck. Both Jim and yeah. Pam suck in the later seasons, which is weird because they really are two of the more iconic characters in the earlier seasons. Like I said, they're and, the main characters. And I really like Dwight. Um and I I really like um like his 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 kind of fall from grace when he doesn't become uh, branch manager. But and and then but it's so weird that he Angela has his baby, but it's they don't say it's his baby until like the last episode. Spoiler alert! Yeah. <laughs> like what yeah. the fuck? Uh, even though he knows it's his baby, like it's so so weird. Um, one episode I do really really enjoy again uh, is when they go down to Florida with the saber when they're trying to sell the tablets, mm-hmm. and Ryan does the cocaine to, to to be able to do his uh. Yeah, but then he leaves and Jim has to play Ryan's part and he's wearing the small suit. Then they go golfing with Robert California. I do enjoy that. But Nellie's a terrible character also. We didn't talk about Nellie joining us. Yeah. Well. Not a big fan of Nellie. Every, almost every choice that they make in, in the later seasons of The Office is just like, why would you do they're this? Sure. Why, they tried too hard. I think. Yeah, why wouldn't, you just, why wouldn't you just end it when Michael left? Like He was the main, like, the main part of the show. It was all about Michael's branch. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the Parks and Rec ending goes season seven is interesting i kind of like what they did with the time jump um between six and seven i think it's three years right Mm -hmm. yeah um and so everything's different it's obviously futuristic because back when it was airing it was still in the future so it's not like i think it aired in 2014 i think 15 
15, 14 16, or 15. And, I don't remember. I think it was before that. Um, and it took place in 2017. Um, so obviously, uh, it's very Grizzle involved, and it has Ron versus Leslie for the first time, which is interesting. It's a weird dynamic. And then halfway through the season, everything gets fixed, and they save the day. And my my one of my favorite episodes of Parks and Rec is the last episode because of what they do. They kind of show what's going to happen to everybody. They show mm-hmm. like every, every character's uh, storybook ending, and it's fantastic. So yeah. for me personally, uh, the ending goes to Parks. Uh, the the ending will go to Parks for me too. I want to speak a little bit about Parks and Rec ending. So season one, episode season seven, episode one aired January thirteenth, two thousand fifteen. Um, but they cut the season short, and I don't really remember why. It might have been a writer strike. It might have been something to do. It might have been something to do with like uh, discrepancies within the writer writing room. Um, but they they cut so it's a shortened season, and you could definitely tell that it's a shortened season because they wrap up things really really quickly. Really, like Ron and Ron and Leslie's um, feud is is over within like three episodes, and but that episode where they resolve it is so good when they're locked in the the Parks and Rec room and overnight, and they have to they have to hang that out there. Was, and, uh, and that was the last uh, they recorded. Yep, that was the last episode they recorded. I knew that. Um, and then and then everybody kind of like and it's like they grow up and but in an okay way but it's a little bit rushed and i feel like if they had a full season it would have been so much better um but like john uh, the johnny karate super awesome spectacular show where it's literally just an entire episode of johnny karate right before andy and uh april leave to go to uh dc uh that's a, it's a solid episode and then the the last couple episodes where jerry becomes mayor is so good yep. um yep. And then you see that he becomes mayor until he lives to be like 110. <laughs> yeah, he's mayor his entire life from there yeah. on. Uh, it, it, it's solid. It's a very, it's a very good. You don't really have questions. The only question you have is who, who is the important one in Ben and in Ben and Leslie's relationship at the end? Like, not who's I'm not saying who's the important. Yeah, one of them is definitely either a president or like a senator or something, and you don't know who it is. Um, mm-hmm. Which I, I like. think it's it kind of open ended. Spoilers. Who do, who do you think is Leslie? I think it's Ben. Okay. Uh, because Ben's uh, governor, governor was he running for governor at the end of in season seven um, or house? He was running for either governor or house, but uh, that's the like the focus of season seven, basically for them. And uh, I, I enjoy that. Yeah. So I think well, I think I, it's I, Ben. I I I would go Leslie just because she's the main character. Yeah, she's no. been, she, she's been trying to get to the White House. So, but I think I think. At the end of the show, Leslie is is all about is she's all about where she came from, and that's all Parks and Rec stuff. Um, she's yeah. a huge fan of like national parks, so I think she would probably stay there, and Ben would run for senator or our president or something like that. But yeah, uh, ending one hundred percent giving it to Parks and Rec, and I think Parks and Rec does a very good job of. I didn't think it 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 wrapped up when it needed to. I think um, honestly, I think I would have been okay with the ending of season six. Season six, I think, was supposed to be the ending, and then they got approved for one more year or something like that. Um, but the the Unity concert was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. E- everything from season two through seven of Parks and Rec is is, is solid, and I think the yeah. ending uh, Parks and Rec definitely definitely deserves the the ending award over the Office. Yes. All right. So the last one. So right now, for both of us, I think it's tied two to two. So it is indeed tied two to two. Is the deciding factor, which is just an opinion. It has nothing to do. Obviously, these are all opinions, but uh, it would be overall. Nope, these favorite. are straight facts. These are straight, straight facts. They can never be de- debated again. So it's not overall favorite. It's just the best show. Better yep. show. Better show. Which one's better? Uh, for me, it's Parks and Rec. Overall favorite. I, the seasons, season seven through nine, just fucking sour me on The Office, and I never really want to watch it again. It's kind of like the ending of How I Met Your Mother that I just never want to watch that show oh, again. Man. We don't we don't talk about that. Um like I, I don't talk believe about that last season for how <laughs> uh I'm giving it to to Parks and Rec. Um it's I think it's more enjoyable throughout. Mm-hmm. I think I I can turn on an episode of Parks and Rec as long as it's not in season one and I'll have a good time. Yep. I will tell you this, I don't have an office tattoo. I have a Parks and Rec tattoo though. Yes, you do. Yeah, Parks so. and Rec gives us gives us the office has so is probably more quotable because I think it's more mainstream because I feel like right. a lot of people probably looked at Parks and Rec as an office ripoff, which it was at first. I think it definitely would was trying to be at first, um, try to capture the magic of the office. But now 
I think Parks and Rec just became its own thing and it it soared higher than The Office did. And I think it's it's just an overall better show. Correct. Uh, it's it's just so much more fun. Like I said earlier, it's not sl- this is not slandered towards The Office. I love The Office. Everyone knows this. I can quote it. I can tell you what happens in certain episodes and look at an episode and be like, oh, this is what happens in this episode. Like I, I can see it and I know it. But Parks and Rec, I, it's more... It's more endearing to me. I I just enjoy it that much more. Um, off the top of your head, Nick, give me your favorite episode of each show. Uh, favorite episode of I have two favorite episodes of Parks and Rec. I think it's, we both. Uh, have, I think we have the same two favorite episodes. It's Snake Juice and Flu Season Two. <laughs> so good. Um, I want to say Snake I Juice. I also do. Oh, go on. I'll find the episode. I have it. Snake Juice. Um. When they all get drunk is probably the most iconic Parks and Rec. When they're all dancing in the club and they all have their own little one on one with the camera. Uh, and then Drunk Ben in Flu Season 2 is so good. Peak Ben. Um, but I want to say coming into close third, maybe even tied for second is my favorite episode is um, the Unity Concert, the end of Season 6. The Unity Concert's awesome. But there's an episode. I have it written down in my notes. Um, it's called Farmer's Market. It's the episode uh, where Ben and Leslie. It's the uh, Ben and Leslie are trying. Leslie's trying to stop the person selling. What, what vegetable is it? Oh, kale. It's not kale, but it's like kale. It's like it's like purred or something like that. It's not purred because purred's a character. But they're trying to sell, and they get uh, ladies to dress up in scantily clad. Mm, I thought it was kale uh, outfits. It's not kale, but it's something like kale. Um, uh, Anne is pregnant, and April and Andy are doing fun things. So uh, that sneaky, one of the best episodes, but it's not my favorite. Also, sneaky one, <clears throat> sneaky one of the best episodes is uh, Zorp when they all have the when they all do the overnighter at the park, and Andy and uh, April knock off everything on his bucket list, and they wind yeah, up going to the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. We're all, 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 <laughs> all the president's faces. Uh, it's so good. That episode is also very sneakily one of my favorite. Yeah, Zorp. For Office, I really, I really like the uh, Company Picnic episode. Um, anything in season four is really good. Mm-hmm. I like the one where um, Michael does the gift baskets to try to get back uh, the clients that he lost, and he drives into the lake. That's a really good one. Uh, the Koi Pond one where he falls in the Koi Pond. There's just so many good ones, and obviously they all center around fun Michael storylines. Yeah, like really good that um and the dinner party that's actually that's my favorite episode the dinner party the dinner party is one of my favorites and, and the 5k 5k awesome. run 5k um for rabies. for rabies uh also real good the thing about the office man <clears throat> excuse me i've got something in my throat uh the thing about the office i think is that they have the episodes have their moments but like i can't think of like a solid full episode I, that's what i was just trying to do i couldn't think of a solid i think of michael things that michael did that were really yeah funny. exactly the only episode that really popped in my head was uh, Jim and Pam's wedding. Yeah, but it's an okay. Episode. It's a, it's a good episode. It just I like the ending. yeah, the ending is really good. Where where they have three separate weddings, it's so good. Or two separate weddings. Yeah, two. But I think uh, the dinner party is probably my my favorite, just because it's so cringeworthy because it's so awkward, but it's really funny at the same time. So that's probably yeah. my my favorite episode. Another thing that the office does that I think is really a really strange decision going back on the ending is that they like break the fourth wall a lot at the end of the year or at the end of the seasons with like the cameraman coming on screen and and like the the sound well, man had, like falling in love had, with Pam. Yeah, exactly. They had that near affair with the sound guy with Pam. Yeah, it was like it was come weird. on, man. I'm like what the fuck? I don't really They didn't do that, that all all series and now they're doing it in season 9. Yeah. Oh, so wow. weird. So yeah. weird. So overall, better show. I'm giving it to Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec wins three three games to two. Yep. Best set of five. Yeah. In our in our category. Do you want to do you want to do uh your five office episode uh episodes uh characters five office characters um yep number five is gonna be uh I I put her in here because I think she's just a mainstay. Number five is gonna be Pam. Uh, number four is Jim. Number three is Creed. Number two is Dwight. And number one is, of course, Michael Scott. Okay. So Pam is nowhere near my top five. Just putting that <laughs> out there. I, I don't like Pam. Like, I like her in season two and three, and that's probably the only time I like Pam. 
Um, and I don't, I don't mind her in season five when they're getting married and everything. She's okay, but the later seasons of Pam really ruined her for me. Mm. Um, number five for me is Stanley. Number four is Jim. Number three is Kevin. Number two is Dwight, and number one is Michael. And my honorable nope. mention is Creed. Honorable mention, yeah. My honorable mention is Stanley. Yeah, Creed's a great character, but I I, I can't put him in my top five. He's <laughs> I, not he's not there enough. That's why I put Kevin <laughs> there though. Yeah, yeah, I guess I get that. He's just so solid. Creed is so oh, fantastic. Every, every every time he opens his mouth, it's it's laugh. It's laugh. Quabity quabity assurance. <laughs> bo body, bo body. What are we doing? <laughs> We're making acronyms. All right, bo body. <laughs> what does the B stand for? Business. Good business. Um, all right, <laughs> hit me with your your top five Parks and Rec characters. All right, Parks and Rec. Uh, number five is April. Number four is Chris Traeger. Number three is Ben Wyatt. Number two is Andy, and number one, Ron Swanson. So it's hard for me. What's your, what's your honorable mention? Jean Ralphio, of course. Um, it's hard for me because I feel like this list can change any day. Yeah, it might. Um, I think I think uh, I posted our top ten on Instagram like four years ago, four or yeah. five years ago, and I'm pretty sure it was different than what I have. It was it was more than that. It was like six years ago because I was still uh, living in New York. Oh yeah, you would just turn. No, it wasn't that. You would just turn twenty-one because we went to a bar. Are you sure? Yeah, we were at. Were City you Beer living Hall in the? Yeah, well, yeah, no. yeah. No, oh. I I came back. Why did we? Why were we both in? I don't, I don't know. Um, that was a conversation for off pod. Um, yep. <laughs> my my uh my top five. Number five is Ben. Number four is Andy. Number three is April. Number two is Chris Traeger, and number one, Ron Swanson. And Ron Swanson is an easy. Who's your honorable mention? I didn't hear. Minor run John Raphael. How can it okay. not be John Raphael? Yeah. John Raphael. Uh, one, of the, it, one of the better characters. Side it's characters tough for me. Oh, show. oh, yeah. It's tough for me because I love Chris Traeger. And Chris Traeger has always been one of my favorite characters. I think even on that list you post on Instagram, I'm pretty sure he was number one. I'm going to search real quick. I'm going to my page. And let's see how different our top fives are. I can tell you the dates and everything. Hold on. Okay. So this was posted November 25th, 2016. So it was four years ago. Okay. You were right. Yeah. Almost four years ago. Your number, your top five was five was April. Four was Ben. Three wait, was wait, wait, Ron. Five was, okay. Yep. Five was April. Ben. Ron was three. Andy was number two. And Chris was number one. Yes. That's vastly different than what I have now. Mine stayed exactly the same. Really? <laughs> yep. April 5, Chris 4, Ben 3, Andy 2, and Ron 1. Yep, same wow. the exact same. I can't believe I put Ron at 3. Yeah, what were we doing? I don't know, man. I don't think you understood Ron's humor back then, maybe. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> but yeah, there it is. The, the, uh, yeah, guys. Let us know what you guys think. Let us, let, us know, let us know what you think about each and every single one of these categories. Where you, where you put your top five characters. Who would be your top five characters? Where you would put uh, the office in in and Parks and Rec in these categories? Number one, number two, because that's all you can put them in. Yep. <laughs> yep. Again, they were peak theme characters, ending and overall favorite, and Parks and Rec took three out of two, which is pretty good. So I, yeah, I, it was a, it was off, a comeback. Peak is it's tough to beat. So it was good that Parks and Rec won it all. Though. Yeah, the office had theme song lockdown. It was definitely winning one. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't getting shut out. No, um, but yeah, guys, let us know. Head over to roastalkingpod.com. Head over to that contact page. Click that link. Send us what you think on uh, on on all this Parks and Rec office stuff. Two of the greatest sitcoms of all time, in my opinion. Correct. Even if the even if we shit on the office a lot in this podcast, we still love it. Yeah, we we really like because I feel like the people that are listening don't need us. Don't need us to know that The Office was a good show. Yeah. It's so fucking mainstream, dude. Like, it's so, like... Yeah. It's just so ingrained in everybody's, probably... In a, in a lot of people's everyday life. They will yep. quote Michael Scott without even knowing they're quote Michael Scott. That's what she said. Exactly. All right, dude. Cool. Let's, uh... Let's do something like this again next week. Let's uh, let's have another podcast next week. <laughs> An- another episode next week. Yeah, let's, let's try it. Let's let's see what what's the worst that could happen. That doesn't make <laughs> sense. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Yeah, dude. Uh, guys, if you want to send us topics to talk about, like I said, head over to brostalkingpod.com. There's a contact page on that website where you can send us anything you want to start a conversation with us. But yeah, Nick, yeah. Uh, until, you, could, until you, then, also, you could also hop on over to uh, our Twitters and our Instagrams and you could check out Ethan's uh, uh, Twitch stream. Twitch.tv slash amazing That's also on the contact page, guys. It's all in one spot. Just go to the contact page. You can send us an email. You can send us questions. You can send us topics to talk about. And then you can get our links to our Twitters and Instagrams and, and, and shit. You know, man? Come on. And you can, hit, you can hit the blog page and read our thoughts about some movies and video games and TV shows and sports and lots of fun things going on. We there. have thoughts and we put them down and all the stuff is right there. Sometimes we think. Not often, but we do it sometimes. Sometimes we use our brains. Sometimes. All right, Nick. Uh, until next time, man. Let's just fucking bounce out of here. All right, I'm done for that. All right, dude. All right. See ya. Deuces. Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing. You trade your legs for angels' wings. And once we all said goodbye You take a running leap and you learn to fly Bye Bye little Sebastian Miss you in the satisfaction Bye Bye little Sebastian Five thousand candles in the wind And though we all miss you every day We know you're up there in heaven's hay But here's the part that hurts the most Cannot ride a ghost Bye, bye, little Sebastian Miss you in the satisfaction Bye, bye, little Sebastian You're five thousand Spread your wings and fly, spread your wings and fly.